You know what else I'm sensitive about? What? That Nerlens forgot to test. Girl. How do you forget? You're in a bubble. They said that. Like, were your homies not going to test? Like, is this not, like, a squad thing? Like, I'm confused. They said that. It was kind of a testament to how normal things feel in the bubble and that he just forgot. Okay. And I'm like, Nerlens, you had one, one thing that you needed to get done. And he's out here forgetting. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Babes in Ballland. I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. And today we're going to get into the Thunder versus Portland, the final scrimmage. Um, I did forget to write down this time if this was considered a home or away game for us. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot. But, I, um, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say I don't know Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. I did it for both games. I don't know why I couldn't handle it all the way through, but, you know, what else is new? Hey, um, two out of three. Ain't bad. But um, first fashion, first things first, I want to talk about what we've all been waiting for. Dennis, we finally got a beanie. Bubble beanie. Bubble beanie. And it had a little pom-pom on top. Um, I think that's the first time they actually showed him at walk-in, but he had on black joggers, the rust t-shirt, and then the black beanie and the all-white shoes. Overall, I thought it was a look, and it was simple, but it was my favorite. I had to, um, I, the funny thing is about Dennis is I didn't even notice the beanie right away. The first thing I noticed was that Target bag. And I was like, somebody's been to the French store, Target. Target. What you got in that bag? I immediately saw the beanie. Because I think he was the first one that they showed. So Yes. I was very happy. And then we had Nader. He was in gray sweatshorts, pullover warm-up hoodie. I liked that he had the hoodie up with his gray mask. Like, it was a little matchy. Um, yeah. Nader was, okay, here's the thing. Later we found out that he would play. Looking at that and then looking at his walk-in photo, I could see the vibe. He was like, I'm back. It's I'm me. back, yeah. So I'm kind of upset I didn't catch that from Jump, but then it made sense whenever they said that he was in. And then Gallows here in his white flat bill with his uh, standard issue Thunder Heather Gray warm-up sweatsuit, my future winter look. What did you think about SGA? I just don't know. Like, I know that it's Florida and it's cooler in the mornings, but I just looked at it and started sweating. It looked like a ski suit, okay? 
those pants look so thick, so baggy. I guess we should tell him, like, what he was wearing first. He had baggy black sweats, oversized, an all-white hoodie. It was oversized. It just looked like he was going straight up to the mountains. The white hoodie also looked so thick. Which, it I mean, was, like, yes. a white hoodie is a look. Like, I could never pull off a white hoodie because, oh, my gosh. But... Uh, it just looks so thick. I'm like, how are you not sweating? And I know that they're, like, just putting it on and taking it off, but still. And then we got a video of Steven, Darius, and Dre walking in. Now, this is the third time that Dre's been out here with the Heather Gray sweatsuit with the hoodie tied around his waist. Yes, it is definitely, in my opinion, like... It's not weird if it works. Right. Like, are we going to tie more into the sweatsuit than what we did last game? Three times in a row. Haven't seen him in anything else at Disney World. And the hoodie's tied around his waist. Every time. It's only weird if it doesn't work. And then Darius was in his New Balance tee. Steven and Darius were in their standard issue NBA masks, so... Who was your favorite look? Dennis. Dennis? Bubble Beanie. I mean, Bubble Beanie, yes, but I'm going full Nader. He looked like he was straight out of Mortal Kombat. (laughs) He kind of did. So. And then that puts us into um, lineups, starting lineups. They announced, and they all started rolling in fast. Yeah, they did. And uh, Damien was out for Damien Lillard was out for his foot. Um, I saw that CJ McCollum was going to be out, but they wouldn't say why. Yeah. So honestly, with the lineup that the Trailblazers put out there, you could tell they just weren't taking it very seriously. Um, so yeah, they were both out, and I don't know. Is it just a scrimmage? Yes. Was I insanely excited for it? Yes. Was it a blow whenever they put out the lineup? Yes. So it just kind of was what it was, I think. Because didn't um, Portland put all their starters on limited minutes? Pretty much. Um, Lillard and McCollum were out. Zach Collins, Hassan Whiteside. Why, why, you got it. Hassan Whiteside. And Nasir Little were all limited. So, um, yeah, it was just a little strange. Most importantly, we got the update for Oklahoma City starting lineup. Jesse's freaking out. Yeah, okay. So, first we started getting, like, who was going to be out for the game. And they said that t was out for a leg contusion and... Honestly, I remember him being hit in the game before, so I don't know if it's from that, but I'm not super surprised by that one. Chris Paul was out for rest, which initially I found a little odd because he hasn't looked that great, but also he's a veteran, so like I can see that too. But at first I was a little stunned, but now I think it makes a little bit more sense. 
it didn't bother me at all. Like, I was like, okay. The one that I'm not fine with. Nerlens was out. He's fine. He just forgot to take his test. It's so frustrating. It's like you said earlier that it's a testament to how comfortable the bubble seems. Like, it just seems so normal. And I'm like, eh, I'm not buying it. I mean, you probably had, like, two things to do that day. Like, shoot around, practice, you know, whatever, and then take your test. And get tested. Yeah. Jeez. Who so, was hanging out with him? Like, he yeah, wasn't with anybody else. That's why I figured that wouldn't they all go, like, test as a squad, or, like, did you sleep in? Like, there's things yeah. I needed to know. Yeah. But um, they said it's a mandatory one-day quarantine if you forget your test. Is that correct? I think so. So, yeah. He's fine. He just forgot to take his test. He just forgot to take his test. So, I know, I felt like the Thunder did really well. Like, it's nice to win all their scrimmages. I do have to keep in mind what Portland's starting lineup looked like, how different it could have been, how different it might be in the future. But overall, no complaints. Thunder went 3-0 and in the scrimmage. They started hyping us up, though, about an hour before the scrimmage started because that's when they started announcing that Dre was going to start. Yes. The first time he started in, what, what did it say, two and a half years? Yeah, and like I said in the last recap, I was already paying attention because I'm like, if he doesn't get significant minutes from jump, then I don't see them really using him as an option. So I was already, like, keyed in. And then they said that they were going to start him. And I'm like, I don't need, like, any help. I'm already there. And then at the time, I thought he was probably just going to be in there instead of Dort. But then I saw that they were starting both of them. And I'm like, I can't handle this. And it was the best thing ever. Well, it was kind of a rough start. But they got it together. Uh, the five turnovers, I was like, um, yeah. um, like in the first five minutes. Um, and I know that like some of that is just getting settled in the lineup. We've got SGA playing point guard. And he just he needed to get settled down. And it, it did happen. Like he eventually started reading the mismatch between him and Nurkic like a little bit better. And um then he started, you know, settling down, and you could tell he was just getting the reads better. And then it was just kind of off to the races. Yeah. I mean, last game we got a look at point guard Lou, and I said how excited I was about that. And, yes, it was against the backups. But if you want to look at it as that team's future and our team's future, it excited me, you know, for him potentially playing that. And then kind of the same with, SGA. It was kind of our first real look at him running things, I think, aside from the one game that Chris Paul had missed because of Kobe. So, yeah, I thought it was fun to kind of see him run stuff. Uh, Dort scored first for the Thunder, a big three with an SGA assist. That was really nice. And then Portland turned around and answered with two threes, and I was like, oh. Here we go, yeah. I can't remember 
what the score was whenever Portland was ahead of us. They were up quite a bit, but then as soon as the Thunder kind of settled in and things started working, I mean, it just started working. Like, yeah. those first turnovers were so hurtful, but when they finally got it together, I mean, obviously it looked a lot better because they got it together, but it was a rough start. I kind of missed there, too, kind of in the middle of, like, turnover nation. I kind of missed what Donovan got his technical for. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they came back from a commercial break and somebody was shooting a free throw because Billy got a tee, so I I didn't catch it. Yeah. So. What do you think about Zach Collins? I mean, I ask because I have a few opinions myself. He doesn't, like, make a list for me, but last night he was trying to get on a list. Literally kept pushing Steven, first of all. I'm going to be triggered. Steven is a big boy. He doesn't just, like, bounce forward like that for right. no reason. So, first of all, I was like, Zach, back off. And then the more I started thinking about it, if you just look at his face, just his face, it doesn't match, like, the seven-foot body. Like, if you look <laughs> at – and then he was pushing Steven and all the stuff. I'm not a fan. Towards the end of the first, it was Baisley Nader and Mike Moose. They came in, and I was like, this is my lineup. Really? This is, yeah, this is my off-the-bench lineup. <laughs> Baisley, Nader, and Moose substituting. Like, let's go. <laughs> I did like um, first substitutions normally would have been Dennis and Nerlens, but Nerlens didn't get to play. So he did put Dennis and Hami in. Now, I don't know how much you can read into that because T. Ferg was out, so... I don't know. I thought it was interesting, and I thought Hami had a really good night. I thought that Hami had an excellent night. I mean, really, I thought that everybody had a pretty good night overall. So in the second quarter to start, we had Steven Adams, Darius Baisley, Dennis Schroeder, Nader, and Hami, which I'm, like, also loving this lineup. How much fun. <laughs> Why do you say Dennis Schroeder like that? I don't know. That was so aggressive, man. Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> yeah. Um, the second quarter, it was pretty fun. Honestly, they just kept, like, building the lead, and it was pretty. And um, I think it was kind of more at this point where you realized what Portland was working with because they just didn't have anybody out there. So um, it was fun to watch. But the second half was kind of brutal because it was a, a complete blowout by then. At the end of the second, uh, Carmelo Anthony had those quick three. The, gosh, dang it. Carmelo <laughs> had those three quick scores towards the end. And yeah. then um, Dennis came back with that finger roll. And that was like with eight seconds left, that finger roll was so pretty. And I've missed seeing that, and I don't feel like we've gotten a lot of those. Also, Stephen kept diving on the floor all over the place. I'm like, well, yes, like, 
obviously we love it, but also it's a scrimmage, and also we need you healthy. He kept the ball alive, the Euro step, the layup, like, okay, Stephen, we see I you. I know. Stephen out here, all over the place, diving around. I love the effort level. Also, one thing that stuck out to me, SGA was obviously running the offense. I, I ain't mad at you. No, and there was a moment where he had the ball and he was dribbling to his left and he stepped back and hit a three and I know he can shoot, like I see it, but I've never seen him be quite that assertive about it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he looked like Trey Young out here. I don't know. Uh. The whole thing. (laughs) The whole thing. I liked the whole thing. Yeah, those step-back threes, he really settled into those. It was nice. It was real nice. And then um, you were kind of right. I caught up on the game a little bit today. Um, The third and the fourth quarter were kind of, I don't want to say uneventful, but, I mean, you were right. It wasn't really, like, that second quarter was really what I wanted to see. Yes. Now, I will say, We had talked about how great Dre looked. I do think you could see a little bit more, like, the conditioning stuff. Not that I think he looked bad. I think he looked about what I would expect for the amount of time that he's played now that Mm -hmm. it was against, well, I say starters, even though (laughs) didn't have him out there. But I think it was maybe in the third he hit a three, and after that, I think he got pulled, and he was panting pretty hard. So I do know that, like, I see some of the conditioning stuff, but mm-hmm. overall, I'm still so excited. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together, and I love the different lineups. I love, you know, kind of seeing how everybody feels comfortable. I really liked watching them get comfortable after having that shaky start. Yes, and Baisley looked amazing as well. I can't believe we got, like, this far in and haven't mentioned him yet, but Uh, he looked good even in the first. Baby Darius was stunting on everybody last night. He just looked good. He looked like he was having a lot of fun. He had 20 points. Uh, We had seven players in double digits, and five of those players were from the bench, and I love that. Yeah, I think they said it was like maybe four or five minutes left in the fourth, and they said that the bench players for the Thunder had 75 combined points, and the game wasn't even over yet. So, I mean, it was fun to watch. It just wasn't competitive, I guess. Yeah, I can see that vibe. I wanted a little bit more, but, you know, for the last scrimmage, I understand everybody's got – yeah. It'd be kind of easy to sleep on this to get to the next, and I understand that. Yeah, so like we said earlier, the Thunder did win this one. The final was 131 to 120 Oklahoma City. And honestly, the whole setup of this one was a little bit different, but I'm not mad at it. Like, I see what they worked on. It was nice to see that, so... Yeah, we'll take the win, and, um, yeah. A 
couple undefeated. of undefeated in scrimmages. Okay. I'm not um, upset about it. A couple of notables for me, um, as far as three pointers go, the Thunder went 20 of 41 and Portland went 18 of 37. I thought it was a really good three point shooting night for us, considering I, how rusty our <laughs> shooting looked. Yeah. Versus, um, the 76ers. And I mean, and I know some of that is the 76ers size. Yes. Yeah. And then um, we outscored 48-40 in the paint. And Tommy went for 16 points. Lou Dort went for 13. Dennis for 14. Mike Moose had 10. And Stephen had 9. And Gallo and Dre had 7 apiece. So, yeah, it was really baby Darius's night. Yeah, And I hope that great. that builds his confidence into the week. So, ma'am, if you were Billy Donovan, who would you start and who would you definitely use in your rotation? Just for what you've seen. Well, yeah. For the Jazz, who would I start? No, no. Well, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that made it sound like for the Jazz team, and I was like, I don't care about the Jazz. Yeah, I no, don't care I get what you're saying. Okay, for the Jazz game, who is the Thunder starter? My Thunder starter. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 I was my... like, no, I don't. I'm not talking about the Jazz. My starting lineup would be Stephen Adams, Gal. I don't know. I mean, Gallo's gonna start. I don't think Gallo looks very good though. No, he hasn't. But That's hard for me to say. Okay, Chris okay. Paul, Stephen also, Adams. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're, you're rolling. Okay. I'm just trying to get it together. Chris Paul, Stephen Adams, Dort. Probably SGA. Hami. You would start Hami? Maybe. Ma'am, you're wilding out. I know. I just feel like I have so many options now. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Let's start Stephen Adams, Darius Paisley, Dennis Schroeder, Abdul Nader. I want that second quarter for life. (laughs) Ma'am. Well, I would do Chris Paul. Chris Paul. SBA. Yep. I mean, I I mean, that's what I was leaning towards as well. Gallo, Steven, SGA, Dort, Chris Paul. But also play Hami a lot, okay? That's kind of my go-to. Play Hami a lot. Yes. That's, I feel like, where they're probably going to start. The next two easy options are Dennis and Nerlens because they're always the first two subbed in. Yep. I would think Dre would get some run, so I would include him. I want them all to play. Is and that, I feel, but is that then, like a is that like a mom answer? Like 
I want yeah. everybody to be able to play. Because then, <laughs> I've already mentioned three off the bench, so I would think Baisley would play some. Yes. Agreed. I think if you're doing anything outside of that four, it could potentially be Hami. I but think then the Hami... you're already 10 deep, you know? Right. Our, we can't help it that our bench looks so good. <laughs> That's true. We just can't help it. But then I didn't mention Ferg at all. No, I didn't either. And honestly, I didn't think about him, and I feel bad about that. But I was just about to say that, but I was going to whisper it so maybe it wouldn't be so mean. I didn't think about Ferg once I the whole game. Well, not the whole game. I mean, I thought about him during the game, but when you asked me about lineups, I didn't put him in one. So, Like, watching this and him not being in there, it didn't cross my mind one time. Even the game before, I was like, not Nader, you know? So... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I it didn't even yeah. cross my mind. And that sucks. I feel yeah. bad. I mean, I whispered, so it wasn't as mean. Should we just do awards? Well, yeah, because my cupcake award is kind of mean. Ooh. It hurts me. Get right in on that? Yeah. I'm giving my cupcake award to SGA. Dang, why? Okay, so, like I said earlier, like, I want to start this cupcake with, like, you know, kind of how you start with praise, insert criticism, finish with praise. Yeah. But I do feel like that the hiatus has been really good for him. I feel like that he has a lot more presence, and I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but... I just do feel like he has a lot more presence on the court, but he's still like, and I know that they were put, you know, I know that he was playing point guard, but he is still to me missing a few reads. And I know I shouldn't complain about that. He's young. He was at point, he was at point guard, which is different, but to me at point guard, like, you're focusing, like, you have two jobs, like, you're focusing on scoring and involving other players in offense, and there was a part where SGA failed to make the pass to Gallo, and Gallo was wide open and could have made an uncontested shot, and Gallo was visibly frustrated that he kind of missed that, and so he went for 10 points and seven assists, but that was in the first half only. He doesn't have any other... I mean, and yeah. I know they, I know that they pulled him, but I just think, and he does look a lot more comfortable finishing through contact. Like that's noticeably different for me, but so, I just didn't. And I know it's a scrimmage and I know I shouldn't be so nitpicky, but just for me, it wasn't his best outing. I definitely see what you're saying about his presence. I know earlier in the season, I was like, I know he's young, but I want him to want to, like, score, you know? And I know Chris Paul's been developing a lot of that. Like, that's kind of his, like, little baby prodigy moment. Yes, and I've already, like, like you said, I can tell from the break, he's a more mature player. Yes. Love that. 
I also see kind of what you're saying. And I also want to point out before I say this, I know that whenever Dort played, he was playing against their backups. And SGA was against, we're going to put starters in quotations. It is who started the game, but it's not their full lineup. Dort impressed me more than SGA. And I don't know if that's fair because Dort has more of that attack mentality. You yes. Know? And I don't know. I just like that. So I see what you're saying. And it's not that I think that he ran the offense poorly. Oh, no, not at all. Overall, I was generally very pleased seeing him play that role because we really haven't. Yes. So generally, I was very, very pleased. But I also see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I kind of had to look hard for it. And I know that I'm being nitpicky, but that's it. SGA gets the cupcake this time. Well, you know how I feel about rules. You've got a lot of them. One time you edited out of a podcast me saying Jesse has a lot of rules. Yeah. Well, that was in the rules. I don't (laughs) know what else to do. Like, it's a big surprise. Yeah. Nerland, what are you doing? I know. know. He was having a big time at Disney World. But you can't tell me you're hanging out with a lot of other people that aren't being tested because pretty much everybody's being tested. Right. So like maybe he was having like a day to himself and he just flubbed up a little. But bro. But baby, what is you doing? I don't know. Like you had one job, just get your test done. I don't understand it. Yeah. So that's who's going to get my cupcake award. It's very fair. Um, my Mr. Thunder, I, I just feel like Mike Moose looks so good. (laughs) I know you're going to laugh at me. You're already laughing at me, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep giving it to him. I appreciate his presence. I appreciate what he's doing on the court. He had 10 points, six rebounds and three steals. And I feel like that. He is going to be of help to us, especially like Nerlens didn't test. So, yeah. you know, when you're one of the bigs, like, what are you going to do? It's not like there's just bigs laying around everywhere. <laughs> and so I just want to, you know, and maybe I'll give it to Mike Moose all, all the rest of the season. I don't know. I can't really talk because I was like, um, my Mr. Thunder is going to Dre for two episodes in a row, so I can't really talk much. The obvious choice is say it. No, you say it. Well, who's your Mr. Thunder? Darius. Right. The obvious right. choice is Baby Darius! Darius looked good, and I think he's another player that we can tell has matured some from the break because he was hitting his threes. He At one point, I'm pretty sure him and Mike Moose were in at the same time, but yes. they had Darius kind of running Steven's role, and he was out here screening people like Steven, and I'm like, Darius, I see you. 27 minutes, 20 points. He was three of five on his threes, two rebounds, two assists. 
He got the post-game interview. It was cute. Just the whole thing. He looked great. Chris Paul was trolling him on the post-game interview. Dad, yeah. He had to check in. Yeah, My alternate would have been Hami, though. That's a good That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Hami definitely, he had a good game. He, he looks good, though. And it's not that, like, I'm, like, he also wowed every time. Yeah. But he, they, everybody just seems to have a little bit more presence. Tommy had three steals and one block. And I feel like that's kind of what I've been holding on this whole time is he's also solid on defense. And I think the offensive burst is there. It's just not something you can count on every time. Right. But like, Tommy, I see you. I'm super excited. So I kind of forgot that we played the Jazz, though, because I was just so excited about even watching basketball that I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. And I forgot that the opening game. This is it. The moment we've been waiting for. Jazz at Thunder. Saturday, August 1st on ESPN. I should have wrote down what jersey we'll be in, but I can't remember. I'm Tim Tebow. I'm excited. Yeah. Now I'm definitely all pumped up. I'm like, look, we're undefeated in bubble play, okay? Yeah. 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 I'm nervous. I want to win. I want it bad. Yeah, this one feels personal, kind of. Not... It's not Rudy Gobert's fault, but yeah, I mean, this is the game that kind of shut everything down, so it's going to be well anticipated. I'll put it that way. What do you want to see out of the Thunder? I mean, besides a dub, obviously. Hmm, honestly, they don't even have to, like, wow me from jump because sometimes if you start out too hot you know timing's kind of everything too so they don't have to come out and like wow me but I just want them to outwork the jazz I think um I think hustle goes a long way and when it's paired with timing Maybe they could win it all. I don't know. I mean, here we go. I, I mean, <laughs> we're back at it. Yeah. Thunder's so, going to win a ring in the most wild season of all time. It's 2020. Yeah. Anything can happen. We won't even be able to, like, have a parade or anything for it. But I don't no, care. No. Social well, I mean, we're in parade. Oklahoma. It is kind of the Wild West out here. That, that is true. <laughs> so... I looked up the last couple times that the Thunder played the Jazz, and October 23rd, that game, Gallo, CP, and SGA all went for 20, or 20 or more. Steven kind of had a rough night. He was one of eight, 11 rebounds, though, four fouls and three points, and Donovan Mitchell went for 32 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, the final score was 100 to 95 Jazz, so they did win the first one. The second game was December 9th, and Dennis went for 27 points. Um, SGA 20, CP 16, 
and then Donovan Mitchell, 26, and Rudy Goober, 19. So, I was going to say, I'd like to point out that in Jesse's notes, it does specifically say Rudy Goober. Well, that's just how I feel, okay? Forever and always, Rudy Goober. I think uh, it's final. the nicest thing anybody's ever said about him. <laughs> I mean, potentially, yeah. So, that was intentional. Um, final score, 104-90, Oklahoma City. So, going into that March 11th game, they were tied 1-1 to on the series. So, at that point, Utah was fourth in the standings, and their record was 41-23. and Oklahoma City's fifth, and our record is 40-24. and So, if Oklahoma City would have beaten Utah on March 11th, we would have slid into fourth place because we would have had the series advantage. So the standing or the record would have been the same, but we would have just slipped right on into fourth. And we were pumped. We, we were just pumped. came off of that Celtics game. And yeah, it just felt like it was our game to take. And now here we are several months later. Well, and I literally can't wait. We're still pumped. Yeah, been pumped the whole time. Got a little <laughs> sad in the middle. Yeah, but. there was some there was some rough moments. Yeah, but the bubble's working and freaking thunder up, man. 